You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Falling in love is the best feeling in the world. You see stars, you feel giddy, but sometimes that makes you do crazy things. And sometimes that means murder. Just because a story starts out with Once Upon a Time doesn't mean it ends happily ever after. Welcome to Crazy in Love, a production of KT Studios and iHeartRadio. Today's guests are true crime producers Stephanie Lidecker and Jeff Shane. Episode 43, the case of the high school sweethearts, the schemer, and the loss of faith. Anyone who knew Jamie Faith would describe him as two things, good-hearted and a confirmed bachelor. The 34-year-old American airline manager vowed to his friends that he never wanted to get married or have kids. However, that all changed in 2005 when he was set up on a blind date with a healthcare administrator named Jennifer. He felt an instant attraction to the brunette single mother who'd been married twice before. Suddenly, he found himself reevaluating his preconceived notions about commitment. Jamie and Jennifer became two peas in a pod. Jennifer checked so many boxes. She was smart, fun, and successful. She never seemed to get mad. She made it easy to fall in love. Jamie even bonded with her then eight-year-old daughter. In 2012, the pair got married in Las Vegas. Jamie was truly a changed man. Here's Jeff. Things were going really well for the couple. Jamie and Jennifer lived in Arizona until 2017 when he got a promotion and it ended up moving the couple to Dallas, Texas. When Jennifer's daughter turned 18, Jamie officially adopted her. 
By all accounts, the Faiths were a very happy family. Their neighbors spoke about how they were gracious and the ideal family next door. In October 2020, the couple celebrated the 15th anniversary of their first date. Sure, their wedding was important, but Jamie loved to honor this day because it was the day he fell in love with his wife. The next morning, on October 9th, 2020, Jamie and Jennifer took their dog Maggie for a walk. This was around 7.30 a.m. The couple lived in Oak Cliff, which is about 15 minutes outside of Dallas. The neighborhood was quiet. The weather had just started to cool. It seemed like a typical morning for Jamie and Jennifer. However, just moments after stepping out of their house, Jamie was gunned down in the street. Whoever shot the 49-year-old sped off in their car after firing multiple shots. A neighbor heard what sounded like a horror movie in the street. Jennifer was screaming at the top of her lungs. The police were called, but by the time they arrived, it was too late. Jamie was dead. Here's Stephanie. Jamie was shot a total of seven times. Three times to the head, three times to the chest, and once to the groin. When police arrived to the scene, they found Jennifer obviously clearly shaken. Her wrists had been tied with duct tape. And according to her, the killer came in, shot Jamie, then got out of the car, began hitting her, and tried to take her jewelry, which valued somewhere between two and $3,000. But during this whole exchange, she's fighting for her life and she didn't really get a good look at him. So she told cops that all she could see was that he had tan skin and that he was wearing a blue COVID face mask. She was in shock, so this is not surprising at all. But following the murder, Jennifer did do an interview with WFAA-TV in Dallas. And here's a little excerpt from that. It was a normal day. We walked the dog every day at the same morning. We got up, we did our normal good morning thing. And, you know, we, we, we like that time together because our daughter's been staying with us since COVID hit. And so it was, it's our quiet time before she gets up and we just talk in the mornings. And so, and then we got the dog ready and just walked out the door like normal, right, right out our front door. I got about as far as those hedges behind you and he, Jamie always walked behind me when I, because I had the dog. The dog usually would go faster. And so he'd stay behind and close the door. And we walked out the door and we made it right to the house right behind you. And I heard running behind me and I turned around and then just shooting just started. He, Jamie just, Jamie wasn't doing anything. He actually saw the guy and started walking backwards like this with his hands out to his side. And the guy just kept shooting and shooting. And then... He turned around and I yelled no because I knew he was coming after me. And a neighbor said that they saw him attempt to shoot me, but the gun was empty. I was running up this driveway and uh, he tackled me and started beating on me and taped my hands together. Um, and then I think he got spooked by neighbors and got in his truck and left. Luckily for investigators, a neighbor's security camera caught what they believed was the shooter's car driving away. They identified it as a black Nissan Titan pickup. It was a big step in the right direction, but they got an even bigger break when they zoomed in on the surveillance footage. On the truck's rear window was a big white T sticker. In Dallas, if you see a T, it's usually for the baseball team, the Texas Rangers. So the cops could assume that the shooter was a Rangers fan and most likely a local. 
During her interview with WFAA-TV in Dallas, Jennifer spoke about how important this break in the case was. Truck is absolutely critical. Somebody has got to know whose truck this is because it was a, it's a black Nissan Titan extended cab. It had a, um, a Texas Ranger sticker in the back window. And so it's, it was very distinctive from that point. Um, I don't want to give away too many other details, but if somebody knows somebody who has that truck, there's, there's got to be somebody who knows somebody who has that truck. And even if the sticker's not there anymore, somebody who knows someone who used to have a sticker in their back window, I mean, if somebody could just come forward with that information alone, it would be so helpful. Having covered a lot of true crime cases, we know how vital it is to have any sort of lead in a case, and this was a big one. I mean, the cops had what they believed to be the shooter's car. That's huge. Also having Jamie's wife be so outspoken really would help their investigation, as it's important to have a victim's advocate become the face of the case. This encourages the public to care about the victim and keep the case in the news. And Jennifer was doing just that. And obviously this tight-knit community that the faiths called home was petrified. Everybody was scared for their own lives because these kinds of violent crimes just didn't happen there. But they swallowed their fears and really rallied around Jamie's devastated widow, Jennifer. Neighbors were really there for her. At least 50 of them joined together to make a vegan meal train for her. They also raised about $60,000 for Jennifer and her daughter on a GoFundMe titled, quote, help support Jennifer Faith, end quote. And listen, Jennifer was obviously mourning. She was grieving. She was angry. She's devastated. She just lost the love of her life. As she spoke to WFAA-TV in Dallas, she got emotional when they asked what the shooter took from her. Everything, everything. My partner, my best friend. I just, I'm not supposed to be widowed at 48, you know? My, my daughter's father, the only father she's ever known, was, was, they were two peas in a pod. He used to call her his partner in crime. I just hope that at some point, maybe this person can recognize the gravity of what they've done and feel some sort of guilt enough to come forward because this is, like I said, I feel like I'm going through the motions every day. I just don't, it's just hard. I just, our, our life together it was every day together and we loved it that way, so. You can really hear the pain in her voice. It must have been so hard for her to lose her husband and then also have to put on a brave face and speak publicly about Jamie's death. She ended the interview with more emotion. It's just a roller coaster for her. She's just as up and down as I am. Thanksgiving was particularly hard having an empty seat next to us at the table that wasn't supposed to be there this year. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. As the investigation continued, Jennifer planned not one, but two funerals for her husband. One was near their current home in Dallas, and the other in their longtime hometown of Phoenix. Mourners were struck that the funerals didn't seem like your typical remembrance. The events were over the top and felt more like birthday parties rather than funerals. Jennifer even handed out party favors to guests. Matchbooks and coasters with Jamie's face on them, to be exact. To people mourning the loss of the well-liked Jamie, it felt bizarre. But perhaps the odd funerals could be explained by Jennifer's feelings about the lack of movement in the investigation. Jennifer was growing increasingly frustrated with the detective's lack of answers. She expressed this during her interview with WFAA-TV in Dallas. Take a listen. I was getting pretty good communication from the detectives early on. I mean, really in helping them try to figure out, you know, was this random? What might the motive have been? Is there anybody that maybe would have caused it to be, you know, where Jamie was targeted with this crime? And we just really couldn't come up with anything. I mean, there are some things that um, definitely were being pursued, but um, lately, I think, honestly, I think it's just gone cold and there's no information he can give me. And so I'm really not getting any communication. I, it would be nice to have something just to know that something's still being looked at and being done, but I'm not, I, and I know they're very busy. The crime rate in Dallas is horrible right now, and I'm sure they're overextended and spread very thin, but it doesn't, it doesn't help me in terms of finding the answers that I really need. But just because Jennifer wasn't in the loop on the investigation didn't mean the police weren't making strides. While Jennifer was doling out funeral swag, detectives were looking at her. Specifically, they were looking at a text she had sent in April of 2020, six months before the shooting. The text in question was to a friend. Jennifer had told them she had recently reconnected with an ex named Darren Lopez. 
Cops began to learn more about their relationship, and it turned out Jennifer and Darren had been high school sweethearts. Investigators also learned that Darren had a family of his own. He was a Special Forces Army veteran. He earned a Purple Heart after suffering a brain injury from a bomb in Iraq. He was also going through a divorce, living on his 20-acre farm in a small town in Tennessee. But the most pertinent detail about Darren is that he owned a black Nissan truck. Cops were able to do aerial surveillance of Darren's property. And not only did they see the black truck in the driveway, but guess what? It had a white T sticker on the rear window. It turned out that the T in this case did not stand for the Texas Rangers, but rather Tennessee, Darren's home state. Despite this damning evidence, the cops wanted to build their case before making an arrest. We've covered a fair amount of true crime cases, and while you might think on its head that this was enough information to arrest Darren, it actually makes sense that the cops didn't do anything yet. Any defense lawyer could argue that the car in the surveillance camera was simply circumstantial evidence, or it wasn't even the same car. Detectives really needed more physical evidence against him before they could do anything. The first thing they wanted to look deeper into was the communication between Jennifer and Darren. And it turned out there was quite a bit of it. They talked all the time, sometimes as much as 500 times in one day. And when it was all added up, Jennifer and Darren had texted more than 116,000 times in just a few short months. As detectives combed through their messages, they started to notice that there was this odd pause in the messaging. Starting the afternoon of October 8th, the day before Jamie was killed, Darren and Jennifer stopped talking for approximately 28 hours. During their investigation, cops learned that Darren had told his daughters that he was going out of town on a hunting trip the weekend that Jamie was killed. However, they were able to track his movements through his GPS, and apparently he had used his debit cards, which also showed his location. And look, it turned out he had in fact gone hunting that weekend, but seemingly he was hunting for Jamie Faith. Darren had left a very clear trail of breadcrumbs for investigators. He could be seen on surveillance filling up his truck at gas stations on the highway that connected Tennessee with Dallas. And guess what he was wearing in the footage? A blue COVID face mask. Remember, Jennifer had told the cops that the killer was wearing a very similar mask. He also set his GPS device for the face home, which according to data, he arrived at at 2.19 a.m. the morning Jamie was murdered. Cops were even able to track down security cameras that showed Darren spent the night in an abandoned home next door to the Faith house. This meant that for five hours, Darren lay in wait, allegedly plotting to murder Jamie Faith. Three months after the murder in January 2021, Darren Lopez was arrested while driving. Inside his car, the arresting officers found a blue face mask. Later, in Darren's home, officers found a gun that matched the shell casings found at the scene. The gun even had traces of Jamie's blood on it. For prosecutors, it all added up to a slam-dunk murder charge. It's important to note that as of the recording of this podcast, Darren Lopez maintains his innocence. And despite all of this evidence that is mounting against him, Darren pleads not guilty. At the same time, the cops brought in Jennifer. And while she admitted that, yes, she and Darren had been talking quite frequently, she denied that their relationship was anything deeper and definitely not sexual. However, the text kind of implied a very different relationship. For example, at one point, Darren wrote, quote, I love you with all of my heart. And Jennifer responded, 
quote, sleep well angel holding you tight. At this point, nothing's really indicating that Jennifer was involved, but it did seem that Darren was for sure a jealous ex, hell-bent on getting back his high school sweetheart. Not so fast, Steph. After the murder, Jennifer had texted Darren in the middle of the night with something that just couldn't be ignored. She wrote, Something is eating away at me, telling me you need to take the sticker off the back window of the truck. Darren later responded, Sticker done. Oh yay, she texted back, adding, I feel so much better. Now this is very important because remember the interview Jennifer did. Truck is absolutely critical. Somebody has got to know whose truck this is because it was a, it's a black Nissan Titan extended cab. It had a, um, a Texas Ranger sticker in the back window. And so it's, it was very distinctive from that point. This text would seem to prove that she did in fact know who drove the black truck with the white sticker and was involved with the murder, at least to some capacity. And investigators quickly learned that Jamie also had a life insurance policy somewhere to the tune of $629,000, more than a half a million dollars. Now remember, she also made over $60,000 from the GoFundMe. So she was really cashing in. Was she at least using this money to start a new life for her and her daughter? Definitely not. She was really using that money to fund Darren's extravagant life. Records show that Jennifer sent Darren tons of cash, whether that was through Venmo. She also bought airplane tickets for him and his daughters, and she allowed all of them to use her credit cards. In one email she wrote to him said, please don't hesitate to use any of these credit cards for whatever you need, end quote. She also wrote another email about the money and said, quote, here's both of my major credit cards. Amex has no limit, and I think the Visa has a $35,000 limit. I pay them off each month, so you never need to worry about them being declined, end quote. So she's extremely generous, but she's extremely generous with her ex-husband's money. Yeah, Steph, and when detectives presented all this to Darren, he never turned on Jennifer and wouldn't tell them if she was involved in the murder. Cops also discovered that Jennifer and Darren continued to talk even after he was arrested. Allegedly through a third party, Jennifer was able to get a message to Darren saying that she would love him no matter what happened. I guess I asked the question, was she actually in love with him or was she just trying to keep him loyal to her? Definitely just trying to keep him loyal to her. Prosecutors continued to look into Jennifer and on February 21st, 2021, she was arrested. However, Jennifer didn't get a murder charge, as you might expect. Rather, she got an obstruction of justice charge for lying to police and destroying evidence. Obstruction of justice is a crime or act of willfully interfering with the process of justice and law. Specifically, it can be by influencing, threatening, harming, or impeding a witness, potential witness, juror, judicial, or legal officer, or by furnishing false information, or otherwise impeding an investigation or legal process. In this case, it would be referring to the text from Darren that she deleted and telling him to get rid of the T-sticker. Jennifer pled not guilty. After she was brought into custody, the police were able to search Jennifer's home, and one of the first places they looked was the family computer. They found emails that changed the entire case. There were emails dated before the murder sent from Jamie's account to Darren telling him he was going to rape and beat his wife, Jennifer. The emails had almost a taunting and provoking tone with things like, quote, I am finally going to get what I wanted from her this weekend, end quote, and, quote, 
Enjoy knowing that you can't do a fucking thing about it, end quote. Some of these emails even had close-up photos of the injuries Jennifer had been subjected to at the hands of Jamie. Also on Darren's computer, they found even more emails. This time, one of them from Jamie's friend, who basically corroborated the cruelty. The friend wrote to Darren, telling him that Jamie had been burning Jennifer as a form of abuse. Darren replied to the friend with this. And keep in mind, Jamie was shot to death. Quote, I know I won't feel better about her situation until she is dot, 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 away from him, or she lets me put a bullet in Jamie's head. I keep offering and she keeps telling me no, LOL, end quote. Let's stop here for another break. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels. And do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. In September 2021, seven months after first being charged with obstruction of justice, Jennifer was charged with murder for hire. Prosecutors were able to make the charge based on the fact that Jennifer had given so much money to Darren following the murders. The prosecutors also revealed that they discovered Jennifer had written those abuse emails herself after making fake accounts. She did it to goat Darren into killing her husband. But why? It makes no sense, really, but... Prosecutors surmise that money was the motive. She had the life insurance policy plus $401,000, which Jamie had in the bank also. Also get this, Jennifer's second husband, the one before Jamie, 
claimed that this was not the first time Jennifer had done something like this. She had apparently told him that her first husband was abusive to her. It made her second husband so mad that he admitted it made him want to kill the guy. Police never found any evidence of abuse from Jamie or Jennifer's first husband. It seemed like that she would just get off on enraging her current partner to go after her ex-partner. It's so manipulative. On February 7th, 2022, Jennifer accepted a plea deal and pled guilty to the charges against her. She pled guilty apparently to avoid the death penalty. As part of her plea deal, Jennifer had to admit to all of her lies. No one ever abused her, for example. Also that the emails were fake. Even the photos attached were the ones that she found on Google and that she was just a total con artist and a killer. I wonder if she really ever loved Darren or if he was just a pawn the entire time. I fear that he was a pawn the entire time because this goes back to 2016. This is a very slow plan, however. Can you imagine getting married with the sole purpose of getting rich from that person's murder? It's impossible to imagine. On June 21st, 2022, Jennifer was sentenced to life in prison. In addition to being sentenced to prison, Jennifer was ordered to pay $6,500 in restitution to Jamie's family. This was to cover the funeral expenses, and she also had to pay a $250,000 fine. The U.S. attorney commented on the case, calling Jennifer cold-blooded and saying her crime was made all the worse by her behavior after the fact. Here again, her news piece where Jennifer was pleading for justice. I just, I'm not supposed to be widowed at 48. You know, my my daughter's father, the only father she's ever known, was, was, they were two peas in a pod. He used to call her his partner in crime. I just hope that at some point, maybe this person can recognize the gravity of what they've done and feel some sort of guilt enough to come forward because this like I said, I feel like I'm going through the motions every day. I just don't, it's just hard. I just, our, our life together was every day together and we loved it that way. Darren Lopez has maintained he is not guilty and is awaiting trial. Jennifer's daughter, who is now 25, is a young woman who lost her adopted father at the hands of her mother. However, she somehow found room in her heart to forgive. She speaks with Jennifer twice a week. Shameless plug. If you're enjoying Crazy in Love, leave us a review. And listen to season three of our hit series, The Piketon Massacre. Episodes air every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at KT underscore studios. Crazy in Love is produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Jeff Shane, Chris Graves, and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by Jeff Twa. Crazy in Love is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Stay safe, lovers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. A swim-up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.